Hello, everyone, and welcome to Meow Mix, the Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. And we are here to recap the Carolina Panthers' absolute destruction of the Pittsburgh Steelers last night. Jerry yes. and I did not record last night because, well, we got home pretty late. Yeah, I got home at midnight, actually. Yeah, so. me too. I was going to ask you how the uh, train ride home was. I didn't take the train home. Oh, you did? I thought you did. Ah, that's right. Your wife had a car. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. 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 Well, the train went up was nice. I, I hear. Yeah, it was easy. And then, yeah. Yeah. I drove and parked and uh, paid twenty dollars to park. And in hindsight, probably should have just taken the train. But, <laughs> but it was worth it because we got to see the Panthers' first team starters Finally. on offense and defense. And they played Finally. pretty well, yeah. They played pretty yeah. well. I would say they played really well. I mean, defense gave up 60 yards to- yeah. in the, the first half. Defense, <laughs> I'm telling you, the defense is going to carry this team. Wherever this team goes this year, it's because of the defense. The defense is just going to be lights out. I agree. That, whew. Yeah. Um, so let's go ahead and just jump into it. Uh, what are three things you really liked about this game? coming out of it well i just think that it looks to me you know number one for me that sam darnold has pretty good chemistry with these receivers and Mm -hmm. by these receivers i mean dj moore robbie anderson and terrace marshall being the third guy um which maybe shouldn't be surprising but it is a little surprising obviously a rookie we we signed david moore kind of as that third guy but marshall has supplanted him by quite a bit um Mar- that i guess maybe kind of tying into that was just how involved marshall really was only three catches for 43 yards but a touchdown and he just seemed like every time he got the ball something good happened yeah know? touchdown uh, three receptions one was a first down on an important third down when was his touchdown? I don't remember the third one. But, I think it was just I mean, like a big play across the middle or something. But Yeah, so I yeah. mean, but I w- I'm going to go hop on your that one. Sam Darnold. Okay, I have been wanting to see him. He did have a little bit of a happy feed at the beginning, but he calmed down. But he was making the right decisions. Mm-hmm. He had a lot of pressure on him, but he was making the quick, smart read, dumping it off, just doing everything correctly that we want to see from him. Or at least I wanted to see from him. Yeah, so I saw someone from PFF tweet out today that Darnold's passing grade was a 53. He had 27 dropbacks, only 6.5 yards per attempt, only 4.5 yards in the air per attempt. Um, two plays that could have been turnovers, maybe should have been turnovers. One of them I, know, w- I can remember, one of them I, I can't. What, one was on a 4th and 2 where he just tried to fit it in, and... Mm-hmm. On fourth and two in their thirty-yard line, I have no problem with him attempting a okay, dangerous that pass. Okay, that one. Yeah, there's that. That was the one I couldn't remember. The other one was a play where he threw to Robbie Anderson. He was just a. He was just off. They were the timing yeah. was off for both of them. And Robbie Anderson's missed some time, by the way, in camp. So, they're, they're maybe they're not quite there yet. Um, but you know, he said, "Okay, so he's basically going against the grain." Uh, what we all saw, which looked good from Sam, he's trying to go against the grain here. You know what? I think that was the game plan for Sam Donald just yeah. to have some short throws, 
get that timing right with the receivers. You know, don't really take any chances. Don't show any, you know, any of the big plays that the Panthers have drawn up. And just kind of get out there and make some completions. And I mean, that's what he, he came, did. Yeah. Sam Darnold came out after the saying, this was a very vanilla offense. This is our mm-hmm. basic vanilla offense. And I get that. So, good job. They executed it correctly. They, they look good doing it. I know the Steelers only had the second string out there, so they didn't have to face TJ Watt and all those guys. But yeah. they did what they were supposed to. Yes, there's some issues, but we'll talk about that on the parts that we didn't like of the game. But I thought Sam Darnold, I feel a little bit more comfortable with him back there now after watching him do this in the preseason. Yeah, and, and to your point, maybe start off a little shaky, but that second quarter... They were mm-hmm. clicking on all cylinders offensively. I mean, they looked, they all looked good. So, yeah. Um, I guess, you know, obviously we got to go defense, right? The defense. Our third thing we liked. The, the defense was swarming. That first team defense was all over Dwayne Haskins, not letting him get comfortable in that pocket Mm-mm. at all. The secondary was everywhere. Uh, J.C. Horn was targeted like three times, I think. Gave up no completions. Had a pass breakup. I think first play of the game, maybe. Um, yeah. Uh, Dante, Dante Jackson. Yeah. I we, we were sitting next to each other, and after like the second drive, I was like, Dante get get pulled because he's already proven that he he's looks good. good right now. He, yeah. He's making open field tackles, <laughs> making pass breakups. This defense, guys, it's going to be... Yeah. Woo! And, and you can't Panthers mention... Panthers' defense may be back. It may have taken a few years off. Yeah. Yeah, where, oh, it, they're back. I mean, and you can't mention the defense without mentioning Brian Burns. Your boy. Yeah. Spider Burns. Like, it just... You know, it's kind of funny. You and I, when we started this podcast, we sort of took a player each, right? Mm-hmm. One guy that we just loved. You took... Brian Burns. Me? I took Joey Sly. <laughs> <laughs> that worked out really well for one of us. <laughs> well, to be fair, yeah, Brian Burns was the first round draft pick. But at yeah, the time, I did, when they first drafted him, I thought he was a little undersized and stuff. But then I saw him in the preseason just lighting through everybody. I was like, oh, oh. And then Ron Rivera decides to sit him because, you know, Ron Rivera. Because Ron Rivera, yeah. But, but that's why he failed. That's why he failed at 16 was because he was a little undersized for mm-hmm. what the play style, you know, in the NFL. But, man, no. He is he's a, a monster. Like, that dude. Got is, his first interception of yep. the NFL. So, he was very excited about that. So, congratulations. Yeah, I think the defense turned over, what, three, to- three turnovers, I think, for the Steelers last night. No turnovers for the Panthers. Um, let's just go ahead and go a fourth thing we liked. Um, three penalties. For the Panthers all game, no turnovers mm-hmm. for the Panthers all game. Yeah. Love that. I mean, that that shows, I mean, basically everything that we were looking for, right? Get off the field on third down. Don't turn the ball over. <clears throat> Don't play sloppy. They yeah. hit every single one. And they the Ste- great. The Steelers were <laughs> 0-4 when their mixture of first and second stringers were out there. And Dwayne Haskins. I mean... On third down, you mean? On third down, yes. 0-4. They... In the first half, they the Steelers only had 60 total yards. 60-something total yards. 
That is fantastic. And again, I understand who they're playing against, but that's what we needed to see. That's what I wanted to see against that type of opponent. Now, another great thing, DJ Moore, his hands look sticky because he didn't get the bombs thrown towards him, but everything thrown towards him caught. So I'm just, I am very happy with the whole receiving core. Quarterback looked good. Now I'm going to go ahead and talk about the one thing I think is the only detriment to this team. The offensive it's line. Gonna, yeah, it's going to hold the team back this year, unfortunately. Uh, Matt Paradis, I don't know what was wrong with him. He usually looks better than that, but he kept getting pushed back, pushed around. The Sam interior, Donald. The interior of the line looked bad. Uh, you know, and both Cam guards, Irving. Both guards and, yeah, I mean, Irving didn't look great, but the interior of the line, the, the mm-hmm. center and the two guards were horrendous. Um, yeah. Really bad. And even Moten had a couple of missteps last night. Even he got pushed around a little bit. So, and yeah. this is, by the way, mostly the second team defense defense for the Steelers. No TJ Watt. Let's be honest. No TJ Watt, Watt yeah. would have feasted <clears throat> yesterday against that offensive line. I and the second string offensive line honestly looked better. I know they were going against the third stringers. You know, yeah. lower lower level. But they looked a lot better. They're opening up holes for uh, Brown. Yep. You know, they seem to give PJ a little bit more time, and they were perfect. But I wouldn't be surprised if they started looking at Deontay Brown to move up. You know, Brady Christensen, just Brady Christensen to move up because that O line looks scary, scary. Because Sam Darnold did the right things when he got pressure because he was under pressure a lot. Yeah, but. We can't have go up against some top tier defensive playmakers and have Darnold back there because unfortunately he's going to get hit and it, he could see Ghost again. Let's be honest. That's what I mean, we don't we've want. We've got Tampa Bay twice. Mm hmm. And Tampa Bay has a pretty stout <laughs> defensive line. New Orleans has a pretty stout defensive line. Atlanta, not so much. But it's, you know. We're going to face some teams that are really going to take advantage, unfortunately. And I hope that the guys are on the team. Like you mentioned, those guys in the second um, second half that played, they did look better. That it just the pocket looked cleaner. But, mm-hmm. ah, man, it, it's really like this is what we feared. And mm-hmm. Darnold just didn't have a lot of time. You know, I read those stats from PFF that were – you know, maybe make you look at Sam Darnold's night a little differently. The dude didn't have any time. He didn't have no. any time to throw. And that's exactly what I said. I, when I looked and graded him in my mind, I was like, he's making the right quick decisions. I mean, if it has to be a dump-off pass to get three yards, that's fine. Because otherwise, he's he's on his back. He's fumbling the ball. He's getting sacked. I mean, yeah, three yards is better than negative yards. Yeah. Um, one more kind of thing that... Didn't love, but fully expected. Just a lot of Steelers fans in that stadium. I would say it was 50-50, <laughs> unfortunately. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, it's a preseason game. The Steelers fans left not happy. They were not cheering a lot during that game. There was not a lot to, for them to cheer for. So that was nice to see. But, uh, you know, I get it. Like, who wants to pay full price 
to go to a preseason game. The fact that the NFL does that, honestly, they should charge a quarter of the price for preseason games just to get like get kids in, get families in. Like that's what you should do. Give the tickets away. I mean, my God, you know, the NFL is a multi multi billion dollar industry. Like they could get do a, a free game in the preseason for families, and, uh, they, and you'd they, foster new fans. What I was gonna say. That's a brilliant idea. If you do a half-price game, you foster more towards a family atmosphere, maybe mm-hmm. even do some boys and girls club, like giveaway yeah. tickets, you're going to make that money up in concessions. Yeah. Oh. If not more. Yeah. I mean, for and kids at- especially. Yeah. Sorry. Another negative thing I want to go over. Only having a third of the concession stands oh. open and up there. <laughs> oh, my God. I wanted a water. And a beer. And <laughs> I went out and there was like a line to the like to the bathroom. I was like, I am not waiting forty five minutes for a water or a beer. Yeah. Ugh, that yeah. that made me sad. Because I'm gonna miss half the game. And I didn't want to do that. So most of our negatives have nothing to do with the actual Panthers team. <laughs> which is good which is a nice change yeah. from uh from some of these previous preseason games. So definitely um a more hopeful feeling coming out of this preseason game than the previous couple. If the offensive line can hold together, if they can gel, if they can look a little bit better, this team, I really think is a playoff team. I think it's now hanging on offensive line. Sam Darnold would have to get better than he played from here, be able to throw it downfield more. But again, that's a scheme. I, I really uh, think this team could be a wild card playoff team. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to, for week one for so many reasons, but I want to see what how they how Darnold plays with the full playbook. Yeah. That, and, and CMC, by the way, we didn't even mention CMC did not play. He has not been out there in any of these games. We don't know what mm-hmm. the offense is going to look like with him out there. It's going to be and, and r- way more Rightfully dynamic. so. Rightfully yeah, so. Of course. Does not of, course. Be- <laughs> of course. Um. So, yeah, you know. Man, I mean, the future is bright for this team. It may not be this season, but all these guys are young. All these guys are hungry. And the team is only going to get better these next so, you know, two, three years. It's going to be really, really fun. So can I ask a question here? Uh-huh. With DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, and Terrace Marshall, would you say that they have a top five, top three receiver core? Give me. Let me see a little more from Marshall in the regular mm-hmm. season. But from what I've seen so far, yeah, I mean, of course. I think uh, yeah. they were close to that with just Moore and, and Anderson. You know, both of them with 1,000 yards last year with Teddy yeah, Bridgewater I, throwing the ball. I mean. Yeah, I, I'm i putting them there. I am. Yeah. I think Terrace, I think this team may have three starters worthy that would either be number one or number two easily on the every other team except for maybe the Buccaneers because yeah I've said it before (laughs) I'll say it again I think Marshall has a chance you know two three years down the road to be the number one receiver on this team and yeah last night really this preseason has done nothing but solidify that you know that thought for me so well let's run through some of the stats here um so Darnold, we've been talking about him. 19 for 25, 162 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Only got sacked once, as bad as we you know, talked about the O-line. Only got sacked once. 
a lot of that is just because he got the ball out so quick. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'd say all of that is because he got the ball out so quick. And, and I'm um, afraid that's how he's going to have to play this year. Yeah. Um, P.J. Walker, 5 for 10, 83 yards. Had a couple of nice throws, but overall just nothing. No, you know, no touchdowns, saw- no interceptions. I was going to say, a couple of those receptions or completions were due to the receivers, not due to mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Uh, that David Moore, he, he David Moore made a great play on the ball, turned around and caught it. But if he would have put it on the money, that was like a 40-yard touchdown. Yeah. That he just, yeah. he had a horrible throw. Yep. Narwa to Shai Smith, he threw, yes, it hit his hands, but Shai Smith had to run, jump, leap, and it <clears> still <throat> barely touched him. Yeah, so, I th- I still think Shai Smith should have caught that ball, but um, but it would not have been a, a simple catch. No. Uh, and then Will Greer five for seven, forty seven yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Didn't run in a touchdown. Will Greer. Mm-hmm. So Will Greer did get uh, some points on the board. Um, looking at rushing. Oh, by the way, uh, does this change anything for you in terms of backup quarterback? It seems like I mean PJ got the start in the second half. I Didn't think blow me away. I think it's going to be exactly what my 53 man roster said. PJ Walker, Sam Darnold and to be determined. I think they will find somebody else. Gardner Minshew was just traded for a 6th round draft pick, could be a 5th if he starts more than 2 games. <clears throat> so I would have loved that. I that think would Gardner be a great Minshew. Team. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you could so, cut PJ and Will Greer and bring in Minshew and I'd have been happy with that, honestly. Me too. Yeah. Um I I I think, honestly, think Greer has played better in the preseason than PJ. Um, I know your one of your main points is that PJ is, has more familiarity with Rule. Rule has more familiarity with PJ from college. Um, I don't know that that's so much of a big deal anymore with you know him coaching both of them last season in the NFL. Um, so I don't know. I think it's completely up in the air. I, I honestly have no idea who's going to get the, the backup. I just typically lean towards that familiarity. Because I agree. I think Will Greer looked better this preseason than P.J. Walker. If I had to put money on it, I would say Greer. Greer gets it. Okay. Um, so looking at the rushing, now we weren't really, you know, Chuba had a what one nice run really. Mm-hmm. 10 for 35 otherwise uh spencer brown looked the best out of all the running backs 11 for 57 and a touchdown uh, and that touchdown. and that was with that second string mm-hmm. offensive line yep. because he that's where he gained most of the yards when he played with the starters he wasn't getting much yeah. so it goes back to the fact that i don't think they're opening up holes for chuba or yeah. spencer and cmc can make his own holes sometimes where with a little bit of a juke, but that's whew, scary. Yeah. Um, Greer was the third leading rusher, three for 22, had a 24-yard touchdown run himself, <laughs> which, which by the way, we were changing seats at the time, didn't get to see it live, but I did watch it. Did you watch it? Yeah. Um, yeah, so he made a nice little move. Juked yeah. the guy right out of his shoes. Should we nickname um, him Wheels? Wheel Wheels? No. no. <laughs> Wheels <laughs> Greer? He looked pretty slow. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie; like it was, it was the slowest 24-yard touchdown run I've seen in a long time. But um, no, really, no, nobody else really did to discuss there in rushing. Uh, and then going to receiving, DJ six for 48 on six targets, 
Tommy Trimble, second in uh, receiving yards, two for 45 on back-to-back catches. One of them, a, ki- a nice little juggling fall into the ground, and it fell into his lap catch. Um, hey, stick with the play. <laughs> only two targets for him, and he caught both of them. So, uh, and you, and by the way, you admit you saw in the game. You you told me he looks pretty fast for his size. And yeah, yeah I agree. Like uh, he looked good running the ball. Um, and then Marshall three for forty three and a touchdown. Um, let's see, Dan Arnold three for twenty five. Shy two for twenty one. Uh, Robbie had a touchdown. Uh, only two catches for him. Chuba did have three receptions for 15 yards, so add that yeah. to his total. So 50 total yards for Chuba. Um, Ian Thomas, I think, had the first catch of the game, maybe, and and then that was it. Yeah. Um, so. Robbie Anderson, that touchdown catch, that was impressive. That back shoulder catch, snag it out of the air. Mm-hmm. Just saying, that was very impressive. Yeah, really nice. Good throw, good catch. That was yeah. a great, great play from both of those guys. Um, so that's pretty much it on the offensive side. And just looking at defense here real quick, uh, uh, Sean Chandler with five total tackles led the team. Um, Dante Jackson, four tackles. And again, these guys didn't play a full game, so you can't ask for much. Only one sack for the Panthers. It was Yitor, uh in the uh, third quarter, I think, maybe fourth mm-hmm. quarter. Um, no other sacks, which is a little surprising for me. Only three QB hits. But I think the pressures, which ESPN doesn't have the pressures, but I know the pressures were up there. Now, now we've kind of gone through these. I don't want to go with the starters here, but out of the other, you know, the second, third stringers, who do you think helped their stock to make the 53-man roster the In most this game? Today? In, In this game? game? Oh, let's see. I'm gonna go ahead thought, and while you're thinking, yeah, I know who you, I know who you're gonna say. Uh, there's a couple players I want to say. I'm gonna okay. start off with Miles Hartsfield. That's who I, I think he say. he looked <laughs> yeah. really good out there, knocking the balls down, and he, he played mm-hmm. against their second stringers. I think he solidified himself on this roster with that. Okay, I've got mine. Okay, go. Uh, Ryan Santoso. Well, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh. In fact, we know for a fact that he solidified himself on this roster because Joey Sly is no longer on this roster. Yeah, Joey Sly was released. To, yeah. Yeah. I wish he would have panned out, but unfortunately not. Um, another one, Stanley Thomas Oliver. I thought he played pretty well out there. Was he on well. either of our prediction, 53-man roster prediction? I, I know I he wanna, wasn't on mine. I think he may have been on mine. Okay. <sighs> I don't have mine anymore, so... Um, I'm trying to I look mine up. Frankie Luvu, I think, was already pretty much solidified. I think the fact yeah. that they traded Perryman away um, signaled yeah. that. But he also had a couple of really nice plays. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, I would agree with you on Hartsfield. He made some nice plays. And then there was another guy that made a couple of nice plays, too, that I can't. Because Etor's the... there, he he had a pretty good game, a tackle for a loss and a sack. Mm-hmm. But I, again, he was already going to make this team. He's he's in that yeah. rotation. Yeah, I mean uh, C.J. Saunders. I'll say it seemed like he he caught all of the punts that got kicked to him, which is you know for yeah. this team historically you can say is a really nice luxury to have. Um, didn't really make anybody miss on the returns. But it seemed like he's the guy 
at punt return unless they just didn't want to put whoever is the main punt returner out there. Yeah. Uh, and I it can, Trent it, Cannon would have a little. He didn't have any well, play in this game, so that he made my final roster, and I don't think he'll end up making the team. And one thing to say too about that return man, I thought Chai Smith had a chance to do that as well. But with that shoulder injury, it seems like it's going to be a significant shoulder injury that he suffered during That's the what game. Says, yeah. So, uh, it's unfortunate, but I could see him them putting him on IR if he's going to be out for five, six weeks or so. And yeah. then that way, they could stash him for the rest of the year. And the good news is, the this IR boomerang thing that kind of came in last year with COVID is sticking around. Yeah. So they three you know, years, three games back after three games. Yep. So that's nice. Um, so you know, normally you might have to think about, well, are we going to shut this guy down for the whole year? Um, yeah. Because you, because we don't know how long this is going to be, but it gives you a nice luxury. This is long overdue, in my opinion. So, but yeah, I would the, say uh, go ahead. I was going to say the NFLPA probably should be fighting for that because that just adds mm-hmm. more players to right the you know practice squads and i believe they're continuing on with the expanded practice squad too 16 man practice squad so normally 10 so yep yeah um let's just real quick look at the steelers um dwayne haskins nine for 16 one touchdown one interception that touchdown was i think on the last drive he came in for an injured josh dobbs who was six for 11 35 yards in the second half these guys just did nothing honestly like benny snell Led the team in carries, eight for twenty-eight. Nobody else got yeah. more than three carries. Um, Ray Ray McLeod, former Panther, four receptions for sixty-one yards and a touchdown, but on nine targets. Uh, so he got shut down pretty well. And Chase Claypool came out, had a couple of targets, one catch for eighteen yards, a nice catch, and, saved a saved a first down for him. But, yeah, that that was backyard run around. Yeah. yeah, he got so. Scramble play, he got it. That was that was their first first down. I think it was sometime in the second quarter. So, yeah, right. That was, I think that was their <laughs> first, first down, um, and maybe one of the few of that first quarter for them. So yeah, or first half for them. Um, and then just looking again, a couple of sacks for the Steelers. Jameer Jones got a sack. Uh, Louder Milk got a sack. Really nice uh, last name there, Louder Milk. Uh, six QB hits for them, though. Just, again, this offensive line, man. Like, even though they were only sacked a couple of times, six QB hits, and that that's going to start adding up. And, mm-hmm. again, this was the second and third string defense for the Steelers. So, And the Steelers are a very good uh, defensive team. I want to say that. Sure, I know we're sure. saying second, third string, but it's not – it's a scary proposition that – Sam Darnold, who never had a good offensive line in mm-hmm. the Jets, comes here and our offensive line is not looking better. It looks worse than it did last year so far. So far. And, I mean, there's that comment of him seeing ghosts. I mean, you, you got to keep this guy upright and not hit so much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's And, you know, cuts are coming. Cuts are coming Tuesday. There will be mm-hmm. offensive linemen cut. I fully expect the Panthers to sign multiple offensive linemen to bring them in here to have a have a look at them. 
So I, yeah. I fully expect that to happen. So that what we saw tonight may not be, or last night, may not be the final product. And I, I hope it's not the final yeah. product, honestly. Um, all right, so Heroes and Zeros. Heroes and Zeros. Go ahead. Who you got for your first for your for your hero? For my first hero, I'm giving it to Sam. Yeah. Uh, first action of the season. He looked good out there. 19 to 25. I mean, he made the smart plays. He got hit a lot. He got under pressure, but he didn't see the ghost. He made. He seemed good. He had a little happy feet at the first, but. Again, this is kind of why you and I were discussing that he should have probably played a little bit more last game or even the mm-hmm. first game. But it looked like he settled down and looking forward to seeing what he has. I'm going to give it to a guy that uh, I think we overlooked when talking about guys that made the roster last night. I'm going to go Spencer Brown. Yeah. Uh, 11 carries, 57 yards, and a touchdown and looked good almost every time he, he ran the ball. I think given the injury to Bonifun and Rodney Smith didn't play at all last night, that Spencer Brown may be the third running back on this team. He, lo- he looked like it. Yeah. I mean, he stayed healthy. That's one thing other players yeah. haven't seen to been able to do. And he looked And good. by the way, honor- honorary hero to Brian Burns, really the whole defense. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, J.C. Horn, uh, everybody, uh, Dante Jackson, the whole defense – the first team defense gets like a whole hero award because they Derek Brown. Great. Yeah. Um, um, I do want to give an okay, honorary cool. honorary mention for a hero. Uh, the drug dog that jumped on me <laughs> while we were walking outside the stadium. I was going to give him a zero. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because he started. Okay. So I walking, Stephen and I are walking to the stadium when we were walked by the, you know, the drug dog. And he comes after me and jumps on me. And I'm so used to my dogs and other dogs just jumping on me. I just kind of like nudge him away, not thinking mm-hmm. about. Then I realize what's going on. I turn around and the his handler's like, do you have anything on you? I start emptying my pockets like, no, <laughs> I do not. And I am just not. And walks off, like doesn't say anything to you. <laughs> yeah, like. kind of weird. It was yeah, very weird. It was it was strange, um, but yeah. So that was that was pretty funny. Um, zero for me. I mean, there's a couple of options here. I think I'll probably go with um, Paradis. Just you know, it was a kind of a, a turnstile tonight last night, um, and and really indicative of the whole offensive line. Unfortunately, but uh, he's gonna get the he's gonna get the zero from me. He was getting my zero too. Same same reasons. Uh, like you said, the whole <clears throat> offensive line, Cam Irving, John Miller, uh, all of them. Pat Elfline didn't look good out there. The first string guys. Uh, Taylor Boten had a false start, and he got pushed back into Sam Darnold one time. I know in particular, mm-hmm. so he didn't even look great. But Paradis had the worst game of them all. So yeah, and you could also give one to Joey Sly. I mean, he lost his uh, job on this yeah. team. I, I hate to pile on, but. You miss your first field goal after struggling you know, two yeah, weeks after struggling for two weeks and then um, he got like an extra point I think at the very end but that too little too late at that point because Santoso had made a 52 yard and now he banged it in off the crossbar but given the circumstance where the night before basically he's flying in on a red eye from New York doesn't yeah. even know 90% of the players names on this team 
Um, doesn't know the field. He doesn't know the holder. Doesn't That's miss a, a kick. Yeah, uh, right. Doesn't the, know the holder, and it doesn't make miss a kick. So, so, sorry, Joey. I mean, that's this guy. You ha- you had your opportunity. There was no other kickers in camp until last week. Yeah. So I that fifty-two yarder looked like it had a few yards spare. If it's between the uprights, more, but you know, well, yeah, so he it had has zero yards to spare <laughs> because <laughs> it, hit the, it just the inside of that upright. But he has the leg, yeah. So. And not knowing a holder, that's a big thing for kickers is their holder, knowing how they're going to do it. So, Yeah. Uh, right. What was our beer bet? Do you remember? Yeah, it was oh, a it was Joey that's Sly right. versus the Utah State guy. But I yeah. did text you and let you know that since th- I'm switching it to Santoso since, yeah. you know, the other guy got yeah. released. So you won. So you your first beer bet victory of the season. Congratulations. Yes. Um Let's see. What else? Oh, the, our, our score predictions, you got pretty close. Yeah. I believe I it. Mine was like 30, 30, 30, 30, 13. 30 yeah, to 13. Like mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was 28-14, so really not far off from me either. But uh, both of us thought that, that the Panthers would have a pretty resounding victory, and they did. So. Yeah. Nice to come out with a victory, even though it's preseason. Doesn't I, mean anything in the, in the grand scheme of things, but it looked nice, and it, it felt good. It felt good, and this is what I wanted to see from the team, honestly, with mm-hmm. Pittsburgh not starting everybody and everything. Yeah. I I wanted Carolina to dominate, especially in the first half, and that's exactly what they did. Both sides of the ball, they dominated. So And they intentionally left points on the board. Panthers yeah. did. You know, there was uh, at least one obvious opportunity for a field goal that they would have gone for in a regular season. Maybe two. Um, mm-hmm. In fact, there were two. And, uh, yeah, they probably would have been up 23-0 at halftime if this was week one of the regular season. So, Yeah. Uh, assuming that the Pittsburgh Steelers didn't play any of their starters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but, uh, yeah, well, I think that's probably going to do it. Yep. We want to thank everyone for listening. If you like the show, please let your friends know. Please follow us on Twitter at Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at mailbag at MeowMixPodcast.com. And if you leave us a five-star review with a comment on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it on our show. And if you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. We'll be back uh, sometime this week to talk about something. I know we're going to do. We're gonna go through and do our game-by-game predictions here at some point. We'll talk about the roster, the final 53-man roster. Um, but no game this weekend. No, no game. games at all. So no game preview. Um, but we will have some content this week. At, at least one episode, maybe two. We'll see how things go. Um, maybe they'll sign and, that starting left tackle, and we'll do an emergency podcast for that. <laughs> and and there's a rumor circling right now from Pro Football News Talk News, NBC affiliate stating that Deshaun Watson will be traded this week and the Panthers are the front runner. I am not believing in that right now, but if something like that well, happens, the well, team beat reporters, uh, Elena Getzenberg and uh, Joe person specifically have both said that per sources from the Panthers, they are not interested at this, at this time. So could that change if the compensation changes or, you know, 
Matt Rule looks at tape and sees something he didn't like in Darnold, that could change in a minute. Yep. You know, Matt Rule is the master of, hey, this guy looks great, and then he's gone the next day. So <laughs> could be the opposite with Deshaun Watson. Exactly. Uh, so we'll see. And it could just be a bargaining tactic as well, you know? I mean, you put that out there. That, that's David Tepper. He's a businessman. Yeah, and you, you got to think put your cards on the table. And you got to think too. A lot of teams are very, very scared to touch him right now, which rightfully so. But sure, you're never going to be able to get him cheaper. No, and maybe now, that's is he it, worth their the price? Yeah, is he worth the price at all? That's the gamble, right? Mm-hmm. That's the gamble. So he will play again. He's not going to be out forever. Even if he's found guilty of all this stuff, they're not going to kick him out of the league. But he might be Guys going have to... done worse and have come back, especially quarterbacks. If he goes to jail he for may... a couple he... years, I mean... Well, he's it's not a criminal. Yeah, it is. Well, yeah, there... there is... Okay. I... Is it an investigation or have there's charges there's... have been filed? I believe criminal charges have been filed. I don't know that they're. I don't. Know it's that. okay. This is gonna get cut out of the YouTube video. Yeah. I know that. So. He has not been charged criminally. Okay. They filed there, criminal there are complaints. Ten criminal complaints pending, but nothing has been. Yeah. There's no. No actual charges filed. So. We'll see. Uh, I don't think we're gonna have to worry about it. I don't either. I don't see it happening. But all right. Well, until next time, everybody, stay safe out there and keep pounding.